0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله
1: الله اكبر الله اكبر الله, أكبر الله أكبر. A shed and a a shed and a a shed Muhammadar Rasulullah. أشهد أن محمد Muhammad الله على الصلاة لا إله إلا
0: in إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة فكشف اللهم تعالى به الغم وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم على سيدنا محمدٍ سيد الأولين والآخرين وإمام المتقين وقائد المجاهدين وسند أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى يوم الدين اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم عليه وعلى آل بيته وعلى أصحابه وعلى من اقتفى أثره واتبع سنته إلى يوم الدين واجعلنا منهم يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا إنا قد أتينا إلى صلاة الجمعة في هذا اليوم وقلوبنا منكسرة لإحوال أهلنا في فلسطين وفي غزة فاللهم اجعل لهم فرجا ومخرجا اللهم اجعل لهم فرجا ومخرجا واجعل لهم نصرا مؤزرًا Allahumma robana jallahum nasran muazaza. Allahumma robana in anas aluka. Lahum nasra, walfaraja, watamkeen, takabal shuhadaahum. Wakandimaahum, warbitala kulubim. Allahumma robitala kulubim. Watabit hum. Kama thepeta ibadaka mutakina, yarabal alameen. Allahumma robana alayka bithulmi or valimeen. Allahumma alayka bithulmi or Allahumma oh da'iqata ummati Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makan. Ya farij O Allah, we call upon you, we pray to you, beseech you, we've come to you on this blessed day of Friday. And our, hurts are ailing, and our hearts are ailing and in pain for the condition of the Ummah of Muhammad, وسلم, for the condition of our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in Gaza. We ask you, O Allah, to make them steadfast and to give them ease and to accept their martyrs. We ask you, O Allah, to accept their martyrs and to, um, uh, to, allow the cease, to allow the loss of life to cease and stop. We ask you, O Allah, to give them victory and to better the condition of the ummah. O Allah, we would love to support our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in Gaza, but we find that the powers of the world have colluded against them, and that the powers of the world have brought them much oppression and much heartache and pain, and you are stronger, Ya Allah, we ask you, you are al qawi Al-Aziz, we ask you, oh Allah, to better their condition, and to give them strength, and to allow us to see a better state for the Ummah of Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ameen, Ameen. Amma ba brothers and sisters, we've all been following for a week long since The latest events happened, and they're not the first, and they won't be the last, and it won't be the end of it. But we've been following as we've seen such strange things unfold on an international scale in terms of the people's reactions to what's happening in Gaza. Something so obvious, so clear, yet so obscure and vague to the eyes of many people who claim to be supporters of justice, but are not. Brothers and sisters, it brings us a lot of pain and a lot of emotion. But our hearts are firm in believing, as our Prophet promised, that there will be among the Ummah of Muhammad people who will be firm in justice, standing for truth, standing for what's right, until the victory of Allah azza wa Jal comes to them. As the hadith says, لَا تَزَالُوا مِنْ أُمَّتِي the hadith describes that they won't be affected or deterred by those who betray them or those who oppose them. Until the affair of Allah Azza wa comes and they are resilient. Brothers and sisters, as we process these emotions One of those emotions that every mu'min can clearly uh, clearly identify is that ghazza symbolizes for us as an ummah today a sign of izzah. It is ghazza tul izzah. It is a sign of honor. It is a sign of maintaining human dignity. It's a sign of strength. As we see this, brothers and sisters, our hearts rest assured. This is part of what gives the mu'min sakina, a sense of peace. That Allah Azza wa Jalla, He promises, wickedness will never remain. No way will wickedness remain and no way will corruption have the last say. No matter how strong it is. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala clearly promised this is in the Qur'an. لِلْمُتَّقِينَ And the end result will be for people of true taqwa. And the Qur'an says The foam will be carried away by the flood water But what truly benefits people That's going to stay and remain This is the promise of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives another promise in his book For people who aspire to be people of justice People of mercy People of peace True peace True peace وَلَقَدْ كَتَبْنَا فِي الزَّبُورِ مِنْ بَعْدِ الذِّكْرِ أَنَّ الْأَرْضَ يَرِثُهَا عِبَادِيَا الصَّالِحُونَ إِنَّ فِي هَذَا لَبَلَاغًا لِقَوْمٍ عَابِدِينَ وَمَا أرسلناك إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in these three verses, in the end of Surah Al-Anbiya, he says We've written in Al-Zabur for Sayyidina Dawood, the Psalms of David We've written in them that after the remembrance has been conveyed and communicated, he says that the land will be inherited by who? By the righteous servants of Allah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them. He says in the next two verses, in this is a clear message. In the fihada la balaum. And this is a clear message for people who are truly in a state of submission and surrender, truly seeking Allah and Allah's pleasure. And then He says, and we've truly only sent you as a mercy for worlds. Brothers and sisters, we all, collectively, as an ummah, should see ourselves as students of the people of Gaza. Their storyline is not a storyline of terrorism and oppression that mainstream media is trying to spew and distort. The people of Gaza teach us what? They teach us enduring patiently. They teach us resilience. When you see these stories coming out about mothers embracing The fact that they've lost their children. A father carrying his young toddler in a great state of pain, yet a great state of calm. Calm in submission to Allah. Celebrating the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to do what's right for them. Trust in Allah. We're students of the people of Gaza. It shatters any sense of entitlement. What I should see when I look at what's happening there is I should look at my life. What do I think I deserve? Are my problems really worth it? Do I think I won't be tested? Let me look at what's going on there. A people who've been in an open space prison since 2007, two million human beings in an open space prison, yet they still have the humanity and the emotional strength and grit to have confidence in Allah. Allah. What should that teach me when minor inconveniences shatter my confidence? We are students of the people of Gaza, brothers and sisters. When you see entire families being martyred, the tragedy is that people gathering together, because it's again, we are talking about a very tight space. You're not talking about hundreds and hundreds of miles of land. You're talking about a tight, constrained space. And the only thing these people could do is, hey, you know what? Maybe if we move from this side of Gaza to our family that's on the other side of Gaza, and hunker down, we'll be safe. Then comes an airstrike and wipes out 15 family members, 20 family members, 30 family These aren't exaggerated numbers. The, even in our own community, and among our community leadership, People who have family there have lost multiple members of their family. Brothers and sisters, these are hard core facts. When you see this, it should teach me how should I live my life. This is one of the critical lessons from now. Yeah, we don't want to just vent emotionally and be angry at the world. No, I want to become a better person in my personal life through what I see happening over there in Gaza. Brothers and sisters, what we see happening is something our Prophet told us would happen. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi describes that before the hour there will be years of great deceit and confusion. Prophet said, These deceitful years will show you strange things. A truthful person will be seen as a liar and an utter pathological liar will be seen as truthful. A treacherous person will be accepted as a trustworthy person and a trustworthy person will be seen as treacherous. We've seen this in this past week in such a glaring way. How can the bastion of democracy quote unquote allow itself to see residential buildings collapse on live television and turn a blind eye. It's one of the bizarre things of our time where people who years back claimed to be on a mission to spread democracy and free the people throughout the land now can see residential buildings falling on live TV and see young children being pulled from under the ground. Yet, the only thing they say is that Israel has the right to defend itself. قَاتَلَ الله النفاق والمنافقين بزوالهم. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us signs. Through this brothers and sisters, the response to these types of claims would be, well, it's the militant's fault. They hide amongst civilians. Hello, what world are you living in? Do you not know that that area was on a blockade for the past 15 years, since 2007? Where do you want them to go? They couldn't leave if they wanted to. What type of nation can get away with striking food, water, and basic means of survival? And still the powers of the world will come and support it. That's what happened when basic food items were trying to be brought in from Egypt into Gaza. Yet, we find that the president of our own country, media, government officials, on every single level, find themselves have the capacity to turn an utterly blind eye to everything that's happening and buy into rhetoric that's been proven without evidence at the highest levels of government when you find the president of our country telling the world they've killed and beheaded babies and they've raped the women and then a few days later we find out that there's absolutely no evidence And there's absolutely nothing done to take back. That shows you that politicians in the political system is more interested in maintaining their alliances, their power and their position than it is in justice. This is a sign for us as an ummah, brothers and sisters. This failure of our political leadership reminds us of the beauty of Islam and what it teaches about justice. Allah teaches us. Hey, you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it clearly. And in another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wa ala No, you should not allow your hatred of a people to make you people who are not just. No, you need to be people who are firmly standing with justice even if if it's against yourselves. There's not a single true believer who would ever embrace the sight of a young baby being killed or of one of the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being crossed. You'll not find that in the hearts of a mu'min. And we reiterate every single time that our issue in Palestine is not... One with the Jewish faith at all. Every Muslim knows this. Our issue is not with people who are Jewish. It's within a a political agenda of Zionism that's proven genocidal and that's insistent on ethnic cleansing. That's been insistent on seizing lands throughout the decades, this generational struggle that our brothers and sisters in Palestine had to deal with. That's the story. The story is one that even non-Muslim agencies, human rights agencies, governments throughout the past years have constantly called for the powers of the world to finally hold Israel accountable. The International, criminal ju- uh, the, the court, the international court of Justice has been called upon to do something. But all of these efforts on deaf ears. On deaf ears to utterly blind people who choose to follow the jahili sentiment of supporting your brother, whether oppressing or oppressed. You know, our Prophet وسلم, he taught us, Yes, yeah, support your brother, whether he is an oppressor or oppressed. You know how you support your brother when he's an oppressor? Stop him from his oppression. We never stand with oppression. That's what Islam brought. That's the noor of Islam, the guidance of Islam. What this past week has shown us is the jahili sentiment or that pre-Islamic sentiment in the time of ignorance is still very much present in the hearts of enlightened people, quote-unquote. Support your brother whether he's oppressing or oppressed in Islam. That is, if he's an oppressor, stop him from his oppression. Stand against his oppression. Have an ounce of humanity to say something that's not just, that's just fair. If you're going to speak about it, speak about both sides. But this is something we can't expect in the delusional reality that we live in, unfortunately, today. Brothers and sisters, what is expected of us to do with all these emotions? There's a lot. Part of it, brothers and sisters, is understanding exactly what's happening. Even some Muslims now are confused. Did this struggle start last Saturday? Many people think, well, it's the Palestinians' fault. They attacked first. They're the ones who brought this hell to themselves. They should have just sought peace. This can only come from the mouth of someone who's completely unaware of exactly what's happening, brothers and sisters. You want to know what's happening overseas by our brothers and sisters in Gaza? We found out. We found out that they don't even have control over electricity and water. That this has been regulated for them for the past years since the beginning of this blockade, regulated by who? By Israel. That they don't even have control and just with the switch of a button, That entire open space prison of two million people goes completely dark. We've heard it from one of the people that our government supports. The Israeli defense minister, he said, we're fighting animals. We're fighting animals. I've ordered a complete siege on Gaza. No electricity. No food. No food. No fuel. Everything's closed. Brothers and sisters This is what we're dealing with Today as a Muslim We need to contextualize this struggle I need to be vocal about it I need to be open about it I should not be afraid I should teach my children To be confident in conveying this message Nationwide Right now brothers and sisters There is this struggle To portray this utterly false narrative And they're winning big time It's happening on college campuses, it's happening in the media, it's happening on the tongues of politicians, and much, much more is also being done in that regard to silence any opposition, to paint the Israeli side as the very, very innocent victim that they're absolutely not. We need to teach our children, stand up, speak out, don't be afraid. Don't allow yourself to be in a silo. That's one lesson that we need to take from this. This did not start this past week. It's a struggle that's been ongoing for many generations. That's one thing to learn. Another thing to learn, brothers and sisters, as I said, this should be a time of self-reflection. I need to reflect on myself and my life. These special people should teach me. They're special people. Truly special people. Someone who's able to remain patient in the face of affliction and strong and resilient, they should teach us a lot about our lives. What has entitlement done to me? What do I think I deserve? Sometimes when I get a test, people get angry at Allah. Why did you do this to me? I deserve better. I do this. I'm a good person. I worship. What do I deserve? Will I be tested? If they can find hope, why can't I? That's the big question I should ask myself. It's time for real self-reflection. What are my priorities in my life? How am I spending my time in this dunya? What are my priorities and how am I spending my time in this dunya? The third thing it is, is brothers and sisters, it's a deeply spiritual moment. This is something I should try to experience. Every day, every salah. In my sujood, with my family, why not? In the masajid, why don't I make du'a? I should make du'a every single day. Make a lot of du'a. Take extra long in making du'a. For the martyrs, for the widows, for the orphans, for the land that's being lost and seized, for the buildings that are collapsing. Make du'a for the Ummah of Muhammad Wasallam. Make du'a that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala better[s] the condition, and we're gonna experience one of this, insha'Allah, in, in one of the sunan of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's called qunut al-nazila. Qunut al-nazila is something that the Prophet sallallahu wasallam, did during his time. Qanata Shahran. yad'u ala ahya min al-arab. In another hadith, it says he made du'a against Ru'al al because of their deceitful act that they did. They asked the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam to send with them teachers. And they turned against these teachers and they massacred 70 among the companions of the Prophet the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم قُنُوتِ النازلة عَلَيْهِمْ This is a sunnah of the Prophet We're going to do it in Salatul Jumu'ah today inshaAllah Ta'ala. This is something that we're taught to do when the Ummah as a whole is experiencing a great calamity. And this is a big calamity, a great calamity that we're experiencing as an Ummah. What's happening Brothers and sisters, might have deep rippling effects for months, years to come. This is a critical point. It is a critical point and it's a point, it's a fork in the road. We're going to find that things may get more difficult over there or elsewhere. We ask Allah to give us strength. So we should make a lot of dua. Brothers, taqaddamu ila l'amam, ifsahu, yafsahillahu lakum. If you see any space, please fill it. Jazakumullah khair. Barakallah feekum. Brothers and sisters, dua, self-reflection, speaking out. The least I could do is clarify the narrative. Every person I see. I have a coworker. You know what? I'm going to make sure that this coworker understands what's going on. I have a friend. I'm going to make sure this friend understands what's truly going on what's being hidden from the eyes of Western media. I need to do that. That's my responsibility. I need to be, number four, inspired by hope. I need to learn having hope in my life from what other people of bala and trial are experiencing. And I need to remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <laughs> وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ شُهَدَاءُ وَلِيَعْلَمَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ شُهَدَاءُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah through these trials will make known who are true believers True believers when they're tested, they're elevated They push themselves higher and higher Bala continues to, trials continue to push them upward To become better and better people, more resilient وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ شُهَدَاءُ And so that he may take from you martyrs the worst reaction to all of this is to have a attitude of complete despair. kafirun. <inaudible> to be someone who's utterly in despair, oh the ummah will never get better. Oh, the situation will never get better. Oh, we're hopeless. Oh, we're backwards. Oh, we're failed. Oh that No, 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 no. That's not what Ghazdatul Izza teaches us. Have a world of hope. Teach yourself and your children. We should all do this. All of us should teach ourselves and our children to have concern for the Ummah. If I'm not concerned for the Ummah right now, when am I going to be concerned for the Ummah? What is it going to take to grab my attention away from the other trivial things that are going on in my life? We know, our Prophet says, Man Whoever truly shows no regard for what Muslims are going through is not really from them. Whoever says people are ruined, he's the most ruined among them. These are things that, hadith that are very known and repeated on the tongues of people. nasa The believers are one body. I should feel a connection with the people of Gaza. Brothers and sisters, you don't need to be Palestinian. This is a demolished understanding Palestine is not for the Palestinians it's for the Ummah of Muhammad any person who tries to make the Palestinian cause about Palestinians is a fool it's not about Palestinians no no Palestinian has the right to make it about him or her it's about the Ummah this is a cause that drives the Ummah of Muhammad the Moroccan the Pakistani the one in the far east and in the far west The Indonesian, the Malaysian, the Yemeni, the Iraqi, the Saudi, all of us, brothers and sisters, are deeply committed to Bayt al Maqdis, to the sacred land in which our Prophet set his feet. That's the rallying call for Jerusalem. The world will see what will be stronger, airstrikes or missiles. Or true human resilience. It's becoming more evident and more evident. And that's why, instead of just doing it by ourselves, we need to bring military warships from this country and that country. Because the powers that be are afraid of how strong people could be when they're truly resilient. When they're truly committed. That should say something. When you have... Three of the strongest powers of our time converging on a people that are not even recognized as a country. That shows you how strong human resilience is. What is this fear that is struck in the hearts? This is the fear that's struck in the hearts when people are truly sincere to cause, truly sincere and committed to their deen. Truly sincere and committed to change, positive change. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to gain strength and unity, to see a new reality for the Middle East and for the world. Ya Rabb, Allahumma ameen. Ud'u'Allah wa antum muqinuna bil الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد محمد أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغدٍ واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون. Brothers and sisters, at this point, we are an ummah that deeply believes in what Allah subhanahu wa وتعالى says. وتلك الأيام نداولها بين الناس. وَتِلْكَ الْأَيَّامُ نُدَاوِلُهَا بَيْنَ The days pass, realities change. The oppressor will not be allowed to remain an oppressor for the rest of his days. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Adl, Al-Hakam. Allah is Al-Aziz, He is al qawi And He subhanahu He subhanah, will allow realities to change for the better. This is our iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is our iman and our belief in what's happening on the ground. We pray that the world is able to open open its eyes and see where true justice lies, where true mercy lies. We're an ummah that doesn't want harm for people or humanity. We're an ummah that wants goodness. Wherever we go, we want goodness for people and for society. We pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not allow warmongers to continue to feed their corruption into different countries and different nations. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rid the land of anyone who wants war, anyone who wants loss of life, anyone who wants oppression. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rid the land of them and to free us of them. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen, Allahumma filana urhamna. وعافنا واعف عنا وتجاوز عن سيئاتنا اللهم اغفر وكبيرنا وذكرنا وأنثانا وشاهدنا وغائبنا اللهم من منا فأحيه على الإيمان ومن أمته منا فأمته على الإسلام اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا آخرة واجعل خير عملنا خواتمه واجعل خير يامنا يومنا نلقاك فيه أنت راض عننا Amin amin wa alhamdulillahi da'wana alameen. as we said we're going to do qunut nazila and that's in the i'tidal of the second rak'ah in salat al-jum'ah insha'allah.
1: Allahu akbar wa akbar ashhadu an la ilaha illallah ashhadu anna muhammad مد الرسول الله حي على al حي على الفلاح قد قامت قد قامت الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا
0: الله الله استقيموا الله ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار ربنا انك ما تدخل النار فقد اخزيته وما للظالمين من انصار رَبَّنَا إن سَمِعْنَا منادي يُنَادِي لِلْإِيمَانِ أَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدْتَنَا عَلَى رُسُلِكَ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدْتَنَا عَلَى رُسُلِكَ وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الْمِيْعَادِ الله أكبر
2: Allah Akbar.
0: Allah Akbar. Bismillah, your Rahman, Alhamdulillah, Alameen, مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد wa نستعين nagarbudu الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم wa المغضوب عليهم wa aka
2: Amin
0: Bismillahir your Rahim Qul Huwallahu Ahad Allahu Samad Lam Yalid Wa Lam Yuled Wa Lam Yakul Lahu Ahad
2: Allahu Akbar سمع الله لمن حمدا.
0: اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد ما رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ولك الحمد على كل حال اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم ربنا إنا نسألك أن تفك الكرب عن أمة حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم يا غياث المستغيثين ويا مجيب السائلين نسألك ربنا الفرج القريب لإخواننا المستضعفين في غزة وفي فلسطين اللهم تقبل شهداءهم وأحقن دماءهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم إن السماء سماؤك وإن الأرض أرضك وإن البحر بحرك وإن الظالمين لا يعجزونك فاكفناهم بما شئت وكيف شئت يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا قد بلغ بهم اللأواء والبلاء كما أنت به عليم نسألك يا ربنا الخلاص من كل سوء ومكروه اللهم حقق خلاص أمتي حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم مما نزل بها من البلاء العظيم اللهم رد عنا كيد الكائدين ومكر الماكرين وظلم الظالمين اللهم اجعل تدميرهم في تدبيرهم واجعل الدائرة عليهم ولا تجعل لهم صرفا ولا نصرا يا قوي يا عزيز يا رحمن يا رحيم اللهم فوضنا أمرنا إليك وأنت أملنا ورجاؤنا لا أمل لنا ولا رجاء لنا إلا بك أنت حسبنا نعم المولى ونعم الوكيل نعم المولى ونعم النصير وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الله أكبر
2: الله أكبر
0: as <coughs> alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi Taqabberullah minamukum al-a'mal Please note